Hey, this is Dan Harmon from The Real Community. You're listening to Shut Up Leonard. Was that was that crass? Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, what episode did we watch today, Andrew? Oh, the bittersweet season finale. Yup. Episode 13 of the fifth season, Basic Sandwich. Yes. Um, written by Mr. Ryan Ridley mm-hmm. of Rick and Morty fame. Mm-hmm. And directed by Rob Schaub. Yes, of Dan Harmon's friend fame. Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, this was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say right off the bat. Thanks to uh, Alex Machino, Slattery.com, by the way. Um, but yeah, this was a, this was a, a fantastic episode. I think, and it also goes really well with uh, the previous one. Yes. Kind of a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say a two-parter. I don't know why you're throwing kind of in there. Okay. It's totally a two-parter. Yep. You know, Good. I yeah. don't have. I, what, I, what do you want me to say? <laughs> you don't have any notes. But it was good. I here's, just wrote good a hundred times. <laughs> I wrote tomato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's one of the things. I uh, just to get it, uh, this overall note I have. Mm. I really. Uh, I I love that this. Uh, this definitely had a season finale vibe and not a series finale vibe. Mm-hmm. I I love the uh, optimism going into this. Dan Harmon clearly fir- firmly believes that he is coming back for season six, mm-hmm. which uh, I think is a good thing. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I love season three. We all know that. Uh, but season three, I think, definitely had a series finale vibe to it when they ended that one. Yeah. Uh, I think Dan Harmon definitely made that one it, with it in mind, like, you know, I might not be coming back. Uh, and yet here he is two years later. He's a more confident man, and he say, no, fuckers, I'm coming back for season six. I love it. Yeah. Are you sleepy again? What's going on? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. The I don't even know. Look, if we have to start this podcast, that means this podcast had an S to end, and that means I have to accept that season five is done. Season five is done. I can't, I want, but community is not more. I feel like that's like a we're getting like a it's a promise, but it's not really a promise. Like I oh, it's a promise. I'm just so worried. What did Abed say at the end of the episode? The He's, end of this episode. The yeah. jump ahead. He said. If we're not back, then it's because an all of Earth was destroyed Earth. by an asteroid, yes. and that's canon. Yes, and it is canon, Andrew. And that's even worse. <laughs> that's sad. But you know what? It's not going to happen. It's not going to come it's to It's like that. finding out that all your favorite characters died in a freak accident, but off screen. Didn't that happen in the end of MASH? Didn't they kill someone off off screen? Oh, geez. Spoilers for MASH. But I don't... It's A, it's a thought, and B, I don't know which character, but I think that did happen. Also, C, it's super old show. <laughs> yeah. And D, it was actually the most watched show at the time, yeah. so... Anyone who listens odds to are, Comedy Bang Bang knows that. <laughs> odds are, if you wanted to watch it, you did. Yeah. So... Spoilers abound. Yeah. What, what happened in this episode? Uh, lots of things. Yeah. So, 
the end of the last episode uh, was the buried treasure. Yes. Was the promise. This episode starts with the investigation into uh, a secret room. That was louder than I intended it to be. <laughs> Sorry where, for that. I was drinking water. Where Russell Borchert has hidden yeah. his money. Yes. Uh, presumably in his office, which um, the letter found behind the painting, behind the picture. Yes. In the last episode was from the first dean of Greendale Community College stating that he had removed the stairs leading to the some kind of computer lab, yeah. which is Borchert's lab. Yes. Uh, and he had sealed it off. Mm-hmm. And so now using blueprints, yeah. they were able to discover where that is. Yes. It's under the teacher's lounge. Mm-hmm. And so they go and they find that. And then, you know, shit ensues. Mm-hmm. Should we go into notes now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, Chris Elliott is Borchard. Yep. Which uh, did, but you could, could tell you... from the picture in the last episode. I couldn't. Too much. Too much hair I and makeup. I knew. I, I'm embarrassed. I'm a I'm a Chris Elliott fan, and I could not tell. Uh, I would like to personally apologize to Chris Elliott, uh, to Abby Elliott, his daughter, who was on Saturday Night Live, to uh, Briley. I want to say is his other daughter's name. Might be Bride. Wait, Abby Elliott? It's Chris Elliott's daughter. Is on SNL? Not anymore, I don't believe, but she was. Why did she get kicked off? I don't know. SNL hates women. I'm, let's, let's start a war with Lauren Michaels on this podcast. Let's you know pick what? a fight. I'm okay with that. Uh, he has some weird ideas I, I'm I'm going to put out there. You know what? But he uh, he gave the kids in the hall a show, so I can't be mad at him. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I can't be mad at him either. <laughs> Those kids in the hall. And look what happened when he got fired. He got from, fired? From SNL. When? In the 80s. I'm know? not keeping up with this. 1980 to 1985, he was not involved with the show. They fired him. For five years? Yeah. And then they brought him back. This is a huge thing in the history of SNL. I, yeah, I don't keep up with this shit. I guess you don't. Was I, that when Robert Downey Jr. was on the show? I believe it uh, I believe it was. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I could be wrong. I believe it was. Um, Gene Domanian ran the show for a while. And then what's his name? Who's now in charge of sports uh, on NBC. In charge of sports everywhere. Yep, he's just in charge of sports. Sportsmaster General for the United States. <laughs> Sportsmaster General. Um, Look, somebody's got to decide how much to fine people for calling soccer football <laughs> so wait <laughs> so this is definitely from the american perspective oh yeah this is the u.s <laughs> sportsmaster general okay and someone also has to decide how much to find male softball teams <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm on board i guess sports corner bride that's what is, i feel like is, is happening right name, now. not briley i couldn't remember because both are weird <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just that was an update on Chris Elliott's daughters, who are both uh, hilarious. They're both involved in entertainment. Um, okay, so Chris Elliott. The, the whole point of this is that Chris Elliott is uh, Borchard. Uh, also, there, there's this opening sequence here where they're showing um, like old uh, film of Greendale and hmm. Borchard, and they're all they're telling the story of Greendale, which kind of reminded me actually of back in the day when Cheers would do a two part episode. The second part where it always opened with them trying to find some clever way to do previously on Cheers without just doing previously on Cheers. <laughs> so there'd be one where it's like uh, Cliff had gone to Florida and it's like Cliff showing the slides from Florida <laughs> while like kind of talking about what happened last week. 
Uh, and it was always, it was just always something that where it's like, oh, some static image or series of images like slides. One time it was uh, exteriors of all their houses, and then you heard what was going on in the house, and that in some way caught you up. <laughs> But it was all. It was always um, uh, somehow something where none of the actors had to be uh, had to be in the shot, and oh. they could just do quick voiceovers, which uh, this was kind of reminiscent of that uh, mm-hmm. in a way that I enjoyed. I don't know. I don't know that it was intentional, but uh, I liked it nonetheless. Okay. Um, what any what you got? Also, in that little video, it starts with. Uh, it seems to be some kind of informational video about Borchert. Yeah. Uh, and it starts with. The, the phrase on the screen is today's now is yesterday's soon yes <laughs> very like greendale-esque greendale was greendale from the beginning is and what we're when it was there. founded it was called greendale computery college <laughs> yeah. that was on the sign which fits in line with uh what we later learn about borchard's ideas <laughs> yeah um and in that little video it, it shows how uh, borchard's circuits for his uh, computer that he fell in love with yeah. We're made of gold. Yes. And that's called Borchardt's Gold. Yes. Um, good stuff. Uh, so then uh, Abed uh, lays out their scheme, and he says it's going to be like real-life Goonies, um, except it'll actually stand up to scrutiny, which is uh, Dan Harmon, I think, taking his little swipe of Goonies. Mm-hmm. Harmon Town listeners will know that Dan Harmon is, uh, liked Goonies back in the day, says it doesn't hold up. Uh, controversial opinion. Mm-hmm. From Dan Harmon, mm-hmm. that he has now officially made canon in the in the community universe. Well, did you hear what? So when the dean when Dean starts arguing with Abed about that, I couldn't tell what Dean said. <laughs> There's at one point where the dean he he seems to be self referencing the fact that when people talk over each other, you can't understand what either of them are saying. Yeah. <laughs> that part I caught. Yeah, where he's like, when two people talk over each other, you can't understand. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty I like good. that. Um. Oh yeah, so then we uh we so my then, next note is about so the then mural. Dean says, Show me all the blueprints. Yes. <laughs> Howard Hughes. <laughs> he says, I want to get this right. Show me all the blueprints. Show me all the blueprints. <clears throat> Show me all the blueprints. 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 Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I like it when I can set Benson up. On a blueprint rank. I, you know, I can't not do it. I love the aviator too much to not do it. Uh, but Hickey comes with the blueprints. Him and Shirley had gone to... Uh... <laughs> I'm trying real hard not to go back into it. Hickey and Shirley. He comes in with the paper. Hickey and Shirley. Listen, Hickey and Shirley. Listen. Hickey and Shirley. Hickey and Shirley. <clears throat> Hickey and Shirley, Hickey and Shirley, Hickey and Shirley, Hickey and Shirley come in with the blueprints, which they have gotten at City Hall, um, and uh, uh, the implication is that Hickey literally fought City Hall to uh, get these blueprints, um, and that's how they discover where the um, the where uh, Borchert's office was. Um, so they go, uh, they go to where it is. They're in the room. And there is a mural. Let's talk about this mural, uh, which details the history of Greendale. Let's talk about this mural. You're killing. Me. Oh Jesus. Um, okay, so the it, this is actually the teachers' lounge. Yes. Um, and uh, I don't know if like it was relocated or if it was added into the teachers' lounge after they said, "Hey, this is the teachers' lounge." But it's a mural uh, showing uh, like historical points. Yes. In Greendale's 
time. Yes. Um, and I I wrote down a note about the in 1812. Yeah. Is when they named Greendale Greendale. The city of Greendale. Yeah. yeah. It was originally called Verdant Valley, but Which they means found that, Greendale. They found that that didn't work with the <laughs> the the dirt. Uh, was unfertile the dirt was unfertile there were plagues of locusts <laughs> <laughs> so they were gonna call it here's some alternate titles yeah scab canyon yep <laughs> Herman's heartbreak yep and racist meadows <laughs> racist and then they meadows. finally decided on greendale yeah even in 1812 they were aware of that they were more racist than others mm-hmm. um yeah there's greendale a lot more going on there. Greendale, yeah. because it was less emotionally charged, was the uh, the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, we also see, and they mention one of them in the actual dialogue, but we see the past mascots of Greendale before <laughs> the human being. Uh, the first one was uh, Chief, what was it, Chief Big Drunk? Big, big Chief Drunky. Big Chief Drunky. And so when the <clears throat> students protested that, they changed They had a sit-in, so they, <laughs> <laughs> so they changed it to the sober casino men. <laughs> <laughs> Which is literally, it's still a stereotypical Native American yep. person, but in a suit and throwing money. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Look, I I mean, I only think it's funny because it's, it's I mean, th- this mascot changing is like a real thing. Yeah. Like at my school, they've changed. I Didn't I tell you they changed the mascot? Was it for, because it was racist? Um. You know, it was also because our colors were bad. Okay. What because it was a it was a donkey, and the colors are brown and yellow. Okay. So that's that's like poop and pee, and it's a donkey. I guess. So they changed it to. A, I thought of a bumblebee. A prospector. Andrew, you dirty minded person. Bumblebees are black and yellow. Mm, are they? You know, I never look at one up close. Exactly. Have you? Case closed. Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> well. Case reopened. Uh, Brownie yells like a thing that people like, though. I don't know why I'm fighting you on this. <laughs> you have more. You ha- you have more on the mural. I do. Uh, I wrote down some other dates. Uh, 1977 was when Greendale first got a roof. <laughs> um, 1979 is when the air conditioner re- air conditioning repair program was founded, and when the prophecy of the truest repairman was first told hmm. by the program's founder, Steve. That's his full name listed on the mural, Steve. Um, Do you think it's interesting that, that would it be approximately, oh no, it would be like, what, 11 years after that, the, the prophecy is fulfilled with the birth of Troy? Uh, does that check out? I don't know. It would he's be like a, your age. Yeah, well, he's one year older because he thought he was my age. <clears throat> so he's my age? No. How old? What? He, <laughs> he would have been born in 1990. Okay. So that's um, 11, 11 years later. Years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a quick return on that prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay. So then they, for some reason, somehow Annie justifies it that she thinks uh, uh, Big Chief Drunky is a clue <laughs> and that uh, Hickey should burst through the well, wall with an axe. On his uh, alcoholic bottle, there are two X's. Oh, that's right. So X right. marks the spot. Yeah. Hickey gets right into this. Yeah, Hickey goes like, all right, and start, he breaks <laughs> through the wall. I'd like to think that Hickey doesn't believe it, but if someone's telling him, hey, destroy Greendale, <laughs> he's very willing to take a pickaxe to the walls of Greendale. Yeah, I can see that. Um, which uh, they find that behind the wall is just wires. Um, to which Duncan replies, that's what they want you to think. Yep. He grabs the wires yeah. and gets electrocuted. Yeah. Uh, and there's a great moment here that I wrote down in my notes. Um, 
Well, they're checking to see if Duncan is okay. And uh, Hickey says uh, he's going to taste aluminum for a week, but he'll be fine. <laughs> and, then, and then Duncan says um, it's pronounced aluminium. <laughs> and that's how they know he's okay. He's yeah. still he's still correcting them with his British. So then after the wires are pulled, a fire starts. Yeah. And the dean says, wait, the fire will show us. <laughs> sparks, the sparks will spell out a clue. Will spell out a clue. And instead, they just start a fire. Yeah. And so Jeff gets a fire I was I was proud. I was going to say hydrant. Wow. I, was, <laughs> I was proud of Greendale that they had a working fire extinguisher that seemed uh, beyond their means. But I guess that's some of the, that the was part of the Greendale same probably probably saw to that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, throughout all this, uh, Jeff and Britta reiterate their plans to get married, and then Abed finds a trap door. Yeah, which they go down, and my next note is is under the trap door. Do you have anything for that? Mm, I have one under the trap door. Okay. So they get in the trap door. Abed says, uh, no one's been here since the 70s. And then they say, how do you know? Uh, And then he says, the debate team talk, it was who's sexier, Elliot Gould or Donald (laughs) Sutherland. Um, And at which point both Dean and, uh, excuse me, Dean and uh, Jeff both immediately say Donald Sutherland. And then they share a look. And I love the look that they share. Yeah. Uh, Which is, uh, Jeff is kind of uh, offended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and Dean is also is surprised, but there's just a hint of like, oh, all right, <laughs> Jeff's <laughs> with me on this one. Um, and we, I'm going to throw this out to the listeners. Who do you think is sexier listeners? You side firmly with them on, on Donald's Island. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest that you should all watch the long goodbye and, uh, realize that the correct answer is in fact, Elliot Gould. Um, that's my suggestion to you. All. Well, if you want to also bring it up to, um, I don't know. Well, okay, I haven't seen a picture of Elliot Gould recently, but I'm remembering him on Friends. Well, yeah, of course. He's still not that's too bad on well, that's Friends. Twenty years later, he's still not too bad on Friends, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, but I, I've also seen I've seen Donald Sutherland in like uh, recent action films. He's not doing too good. Well, he's an old man. I, I think you're you're trying to judge both by <clears throat> by not who they really are. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm saying who I'm gonna, they are is who they are right now. I'm gonna send you some pictures. <laughs> but the debate is uh, I'm not gonna open that email. The debate is who's sexier <laughs> in the seventies. Than Donald Sutherland. I'm still going hard mm, on the Donald Sutherland. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've officially uh <laughs> made mounted my protest of okay. this. Okay. Uh Go ahead what's, sit what in. do I got next? <laughs> yeah, sudden to officially recognize Elliot Gould as sexier than Donald Sutherland yeah. in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then they start looking around. Um, Abed's a little out of his wheelhouse because he doesn't know seventies references as well as he knows eighties references. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a moment where uh, Annie is clearly very upset. Pierce is dead. Troy is left. Jeff and Britta are getting married. Well, yeah, she's she, what what pushes her over the edge is the Jeff and Britta yeah getting together. Everything's changing. Yeah, everything's changing, and she she can't quite take it. I like this moment yeah, that she I has like this with Abed moment a lot as well, <clears throat> um, where she's very distraught. Um, which is it's funny because the perspective in the last episode was that Jeff and Britta were saying like, "Oh, I feel so bad for Annie and Abed." They're yeah. <laughs> they're in the uh, adulthood begins at thirty group. Yeah, and then in this episode, we're sympathizing with Annie and Abed. But also, it's true. They they are part of the adulthood begins <laughs> at thirty. Greek. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> um, and I like um, so Abed here says how the closer they get, you know, once they get the money to save Greendale, 
the Jeff Jeff and Britta will stop being Dissolve. a thing. Yeah. Um, and he compares it to he he basically says the exact situation they're in. Yeah. When a character when characters in a show that is ending, yeah, they try and spin off. Yeah. <laughs> and he mentions how the Jeff and Britta spinoff pilot would be terrible. <laughs> yes. But he mentions a couple of names that it could be. Yeah. And my favorite of the bunch Let's is see. tying the knot. I, I was going to I was going to say we should say it at the same time and, and it would have been satisfying because mine was also <clears throat> tying the knot yeah. with no K. <laughs> with no K. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that's perfect. Yeah. Um it's so great. Yeah. Uh and then at the end of this there uh, uh did it seemed like Annie was going to lean in for a kiss. Yeah. But uh, before that even gets going, up it says I have a girlfriend. Uh, I say if Rachel wasn't in the picture, there'd be a kiss here. Probably. Uh, I like this is a this is a nice little way to address the uh, the Abed Annie shipping that has been kind of developing. Uh, That's happening right over here. <laughs> no, that has been uh, the it's still know, happening right now. The it's been developing for I'm gonna say at least since late season two. Yep. Uh, and Abed has a girlfriend now, but they're saying, Hey, this is still there. Uh, mm-hmm. and they're not, and what I like about it is they're not even, it's not, they're not like shitting on, on his relationship with Rachel. They're just saying like, yeah, this was a thing we still did and maybe it'll come back. Maybe it won't, mm-hmm. but, uh, just know that it's there, which, uh, I thought I, I liked the way they did that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, my accent is about opening the door. You know, I have a note before that. Okay. And I, you, came, you came hard with this note. <laughs> yeah, this note, because it, I, I caught this on the first watch, Oops. and I had some theories. And then on the second watch, it you know, I remembered all those theories, and I went, yeah, none of that happened. Have we officially said on the show that we watched this, this twice, always? Uh, or we've started? We, well, now it's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until season six. So, um, the dean... Yeah. He, he he describes items on a table yes. that he found. CB radio, mm-hmm. basketball cards with white people on them, mm-hmm. <laughs> the rocket launcher toy from an action Yeah, figure. so he picks up the rocket launcher toy, and it launches the the launching part into yeah. his throat, and he yeah. begins to choke. Yes. The rest of the group doesn't notice this and carries on what they're doing, trying to find the door, yeah. examining the jukebox. Yeah. Um, and so the dean choke he's choking he's choking and then finally he swallows this missile i thought he spit it out no okay i i didn't see him spit it out it happened real quick i both times i was watching yeah and he did not spit it out he swallowed it and everyone kind of looks at him while he's gasping yeah finally able to breathe and he's like i almost died and then they type in the thing and go through the secret door now i thought when this the dean is a ghost no, I thought when when he starts choking on it, no one's noticing. I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna Heimlich himself, or someone's gonna Heimlich him, and it's gonna launch out of him and hit a button. Oh yeah, I thought it would be that weird trope or something. Yeah, but no, no one notices, and then he just says he almost died. Yeah, do you think that's like the comedy part that nobody is noticing that he's dying? I think was, I think part of that. I, was, I think it was just a joke on the um, how. Uh... Seventies toys were dangerous. Dangerous, and also now we uh, back then none of them had choking hazard warnings, which they all have now. Mm-hmm. Which I think is maybe just a little fun reference to that. Okay, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't stand up. Okay, it's just, me. <laughs> it's just a small part. Okay. Uh, so they 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 open the door by finding out the secret code, which is open the door by the secret doors. <laughs> is one of the songs on the um on the jukebox. 
Did you say jute box when you were a kid? Juke, juke, no. I, I never made that mistake. I did. I never made that dumb mistake. I was a child. I was a smart. I don't know at what point I learned it was juke box. You know, yeah. who says juke as a term? Jute. Uh, if you're a kid and you've never you've neither heard either, jute sounds more like a word. Sure. Okay. I'm defending the actions of five-year-old Matt Benson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get in, though, is the point. I really like the song, the Open the Door song, which uh, was clearly specifically written just for this, which is the kind of thing you can do when you're a millionaire <laughs> in the 70s. Um, it's also kind of, it's that classic 70s funk thing where it's like they're singing and then there's like a guy, a smooth guy speaking over the song, explaining what's happening, where he's like, perfectly timed for the opening of the door, is the <laughs> yeah. last thing he says. Fantastic. Um, they get in the office, that's the point here. Mm-hmm. They find the computer. Yes. Uh, they begin to open her open Very her up. Reminiscent of Captain America two. Oh my as goodness. We mentioned. Yeah. Which my theory is that the Russos saw this this script in community and said, Hey, I fucking got an idea for this this superhero picture we're making. Yeah, where where you, the heroes enter a room full of seventies computers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say they're pre seventies in Cap two. All right. <laughs> Enjoy that. So, <laughs> uh, watch Captain America too, though is the point. It's a great film, and it's directed by two uh, community alums, mm-hmm. Russo and Russo. Yep, them bros. So they they actually also find that uh, Russell Borchert is here, yes, and alive, yes, and Howard Hughesy. Gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can use that as a word. Yeah. Uh, and so Abed. You know, spoils three things right away. He says, yeah. I'm going to rip this Band-Aid off real quick here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he tells him Dennis Hopper is dead. Yep. Theme songs are shorter. Yep. And that Woody Allen voiced uh, cartoon, cartoon ant. ant. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what sets him over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> Portrait charges. Yes. Jeff knocks him down. Yeah. Uh, and then... We have the interrogation scene. scene yeah. Next, this interrogation scene... Is I think, great. Yeah. I think if they hadn't done what they did, it would have been entirely forgettable. This, but yeah. what they do to this scene, yeah, the the way that it's written, yeah, the fantastic, just oddly comedic moment, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. Um, first also, I want to, I want to make a quick note. Yeah, it's not really related to the thing, the main thing in this scene, but it's related to Chang, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Hickey, Hickey's face, his like steadfast interrogation face. I want to recommend everyone take a look at that. Because Jonathan Banks is doing something phenomenal now. His mouth is slightly open. He looks a little nervous, but mostly tough. Uh, and it's really great. You should all give that a second look. Because I really enjoyed it. Uh, what's what's up with Chang? So the two board members are, are standing at the table. Chang's yeah. pacing around wearing sunglasses. Yes. And when Chang comes up to the table to like slam his hand down on it and, mm-hmm. and like ask threateningly, where are the others? Yeah. He also like whips his head in such a way that his sunglasses come off <laughs> in like a very just immediately non-threatening and, is, and like messed great. up kind of like he's yeah. completely screwed up his threat. This thing, yeah. And so he just still sort of mumbles up like, where are the others? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, fantastic. And then Rich comes in. Richie says, okay, guys, I got this. Stand don't, back stand... and don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> <laughs> so when he sits down and he gets a real serious look. And he starts like. Shaking, shaking, yeah, um, with concentration, <laughs> and then we cut 
to the inside of his mind. Where he's flying. <laughs> yes. He's getting flashbacks of, like, his mom saying, oh, Richie, your brain's not the same as other kids. You're so special. Yeah, and then, like, little kids going, Richie's a freak, <laughs> Richie's a freak. And he flies? Towards in... a giant hickey head and a giant Shirley head. He flies into the hickey head. <laughs> and then we come back. Yeah. He stands up and he says, thank you. And then he says... <laughs> he, like, puts on a, his, his jacket dramatically. He's like, oh, they crop the window and onto the roof and then a hang glider over to the Greek restaurant. <laughs> and he says the name of the Greek restaurant as yeah. if that was part of Like, as if band. that'll get hickey. Like, yeah. when he says the name of the Greek restaurant, <laughs> yeah. hickey will just go like, how did you even know? Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, uh, a subway employee enters and says, hey, we found the secret passageway yeah. under the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> and Richie says, was there a hang glider? Yeah, there, you'll, you'll, find a, you'll find a hang glider, <laughs> he says. Oh, so His delivery perfect. there is so good. Yeah. He's so intent on the hang glider being a yeah. part of it. He's just so desperate, like, I'm right, guys. You're going to prove me right. Uh, oh. So mm, then. So good. We go we go back down under. Yeah. Um Borchert says, "Oh, if you just Oh, Annie has to give a little speech." Yeah. Which I think the speech is good. Good and speech. important. Good speech. Good speech. Where she says, "You know, who who are we to police?" Well, they want to take they want to steal his gold robot yeah. to use the gold to buy back Greendale. Uh-huh. Uh and he loves the robot. And uh and so she has her speech where she says, "Who who are we to decide what's dumb?" Yeah. What people should and shouldn't do, yeah. you know. If someone wants to do something dumb, that's their prerogative. Yeah, which is a very Dan Harmon idea. Yeah, and in the moment it fits, Annie knows that pursuing Jeff is bad for her. Yeah. And uh, she still wants to. Yeah. It's a nice moment. Um, and then Bortridge says, hey, you know, if you, if you just need money, you can just take my giant bag of money that his, I have. His Gerald Ford dollars. <laughs> yeah, as he calls them. No, um, have you? That's a thing. I know. <laughs> and they're worth a lot. <laughs> and he said he has a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> he says he has uh, uh, He says he says has a couple million, which were worth millions in the 70s. <laughs> um, so as soon as they get this bag, Richie and uh, Carl. Yeah. And but I will Chang. say my one and only complaint about the the here in this episode uh-huh. is the money looks very fake. It's very fake looking money. All right. Uh, it's like way too crisp. It's the the picture is like way darker than regular money is. Uh-huh. It almost looks like Monopoly money. Have you seen a Gerald Ford dollar? No. What do they look like? I don't know, but maybe they look like that. I don't know about that. Do some googling. I'm gonna do some googling. <clears throat> so the the school board members and Chang burst in. They take the bag of money. Um, Richie immediately threatens the computer with a pickle magnet. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's kind of a fun. Oh, the jail Ford dollars are coins. Oh. The official ones. Uh oh. Uh oh. Don't 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 go down this thread. Okay. Sorry. Let us believe it's okay. <laughs> so so uh, he begins to threaten the computer with a magnet, which yeah. will uh, kind of wipe it or at least yes. screw it up. The pickle is a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> he says threateningly, which is a great thing to say as a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then Britta says, Chang, you know, uh, you're, you're, so you're a bad guy again? Yeah. And Chang has a moment where he's trying to re- remove his face like it's a mask. But he's not wearing a mask. He's not, so he goes, oh, maybe I am mentally ill. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I love the way uh, Chang has clearly uh, been influenced by Andrew Dice Clay. 
and that he like reaches like in a weird way he reaches over to the top of his head and then to the bottom to try to pull off the mask he doesn't just go straight to his chin to rip it off yep he does a, a nice reach move uh so that was really nice um they they get away and Richie destroys uh, Raquel's Well, memory at least places anyway. the magnet yeah. in a way that will disrupt it. Yes. Uh, so, and then the door closes with open the door reprise. Yes. <laughs> um, and the computer, yeah. the the female computer that Borchert supposedly had sex with, whose name is Raquel. Yes. <laughs> presumably after Raquel Welch. You know, it was that era. Yeah. And uh, that controlled the door and pretty much everything else. So until they could get the there's computer a fixed. really great line here where he says, um, uh, "It controls the door, the air, the showers, probably." Yeah, he because he's prob- very dirty. Yeah, he's clearly not showered in a while, so he just says probably on that one. That was nice little um, line. And so what they need uh, the emotional. Well, before that, he talks oh, about why right. why it is this way. <clears throat> Which is, um, he he wanted to make emotion a a big component of computers, so that uh, uh, unemotional eggheads, as he calls them, wouldn't be uh wouldn't be in charge with uh, dumb idiots left at the bottom of society. Uh, and then they 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 show him that his ideas have kind of uh, become true. They show him a, a a YouTube video of a cat, and then a bunch of dumb people commenting and arguing about it uh, mm-hmm. in the comments. And he says, "Oh, my my ideas have clearly taken root and and succeeded, and my work is done." So then he reveals that uh, the emotion circuits on the robot are, are working, just the logic circuits aren't. So if they can create a huge emotion blast, that'll open the door. Uh, what I like about this is, and, and what, how do you feel about this? What, Jeff? No, no, the, this idea that the, a, a huge emotion blast can open the door. Sure. Because I will say this is very uh, Stephen Moffat, Doctor who is how I would you describe it. You know what, I'm going to say no. How so? I'm gonna say it's not. Here's how. Here's the comparison I'm gonna make, and I'm gonna double down on you not liking things by by bringing up uh, what I believe, if I can remember correctly, is a Chris Harbuck quote. Uh, mm. Chris Harbuck was talking about Doctor Who, and here's the thing: God, he said you are like, doubling down hard. Hmm. He said this like it was a good thing, and I'm with him. But I think I think this is gonna identify what you don't like about Moffat's Doctor Who. This is shut up, Amy. By the way, uh, I should have said Rory. I quit. I'm retiring. <laughs> Shut Up Amy is my show. Shut Up Rory is your show. That's true. Ooh. Although it should be reversed because we tell the character we like to shut up. Oh, that's true. Uh, anyway, um, he was uh, Chris Harwick was describing the the kind of uh, the 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 way that uh, an episode of Doctor Who will often come to a climax, and he used the joke phrase, "Oh, we we poured a hug on the bomb and it disarmed it," was how he describes it, uh, mm. which I think is 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 often true of Doctor Who. I think it's true in this situation. And I think it's what you don't like about Doctor Who. So I think you're in a weird way going to agree with Chris Harwick, even though he said it was like a good thing, and you don't like that about it. Your response. Poured a hug on the bomb. Something like that. You know, I think that's funny. Yeah. See, you like it. I, I like it in the sense that it's complaining about it. Yeah. But in a clever way. But he wasn't complaining, is what I'm telling you. See, then he's lying to himself. <laughs> but here, no, he's not, uh, because I agree with him. I like that about Doctor Who. I like that they can just pour a hug on the bomb and that I makes it work. I don't like that at all. And I like that about Community right now, which is basically what they did. But in this one, at least, I feel like it made sense because Borchert made a computer that, in such a way, the the motion was supposed to override the logic. I think. And so I, by I think the Doctor Who things always make that much sense. I think they're always on that level of sense making. 
No, but by overriding, by giving uh-huh. a blast of emotion, you can knock that out and let the logic take over for a second, and that'll open the door. Yeah. I mean, I agree that it works. I just think it works all the time. It would it would be Doctor Who if, like, also the helmet was destroyed and Jeff okay. was unconscious. Now, now you're just getting and into And so your... they were like, Jeff, you're unconscious, but if you can hear us, <laughs> think happy thoughts. And then, like, Mo- somehow it's happy thought waves. Harass Andrew online. His Tw- happy... Tweet mean things at him. His happy thought waves went to the computer, which was also unplugged. Tweet that's, mean things that's at Andrew. That's the Doctor Who method. Tweet mean now. things at Andrew for not liking Matt Smith. No, in Doctor Who Steve now, Moffat. it's not just pouring a hug on the bomb. It's it's back off the, of that mic if you're gonna yell. <laughs> the doctor says it is literally impossible for any of this to happen, and and he says like if I press that button, everyone will die. And then it comes to the point where he says, well, the only thing left is for me to press that button. He presses it, everyone lives, everything's fixed, and nobody gives a shit. Mm, we're gonna discuss this more in depth. And it always on, bothers on shut me. Shut up, Rory. Uh, <laughs> it always bothers me. Okay. Okay. Do you not remember okay. when he jumps into his own time stream when yes. seconds earlier he said that if he did that, he would, like, die or the universe would implode or something? I don't think he said anything that specific. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll and even it. said if uh, What's-Her-Face jumped in there, everything would go wrong. He said he didn't know what was happening, but he suspected. And then, he, yeah. you know, it was fine. Yeah, that's the thing. It was fine. <laughs> Sorry I brought this up. So they get out. <laughs> I guess they do. Yeah. <laughs> they get out and uh oh, they also found a deed. Yes, yeah, Jeff, that is important. Jeff Je- found a deed. The deed and the terms of uh his his selling the uh although we don't find that out. Selling or leasing or whatever. Yeah, the the school. We can see that they're attached. Yeah. Uh so when they get back up top, so there's a well, little I wanted to talk about I I want to talk about the emotion blast more. Oh, sure. But specifically, so it needs an emotion blast, so Jeff puts on the the helmet. Jeff says, "I can do it." Yeah. Uh, what I like about this too is, um, uh, season, Jeff's journey from kind of bad person to good person was pretty much done at the end of season three. Mm-hmm. And and what I I like about this season is it doesn't necessarily negate that. Like we do have his his kind of crisis uh, at at the beginning of the season, but it's not really about him this time. It, it, you know, Annie's the one to kind of give the big speech uh, here. He, you know, he saves the day, but he doesn't really give a winger speech necessarily in this episode. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a big breakthrough, but he just has this moment of like, yeah, I, I, I like these people. Did you identify the uh, the lines where they came from? Because they were lines from episodes. Uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. When the, so Jeff puts on. I mean, on, I knew like my lord and my lady was something he had said before. Yeah. Jeff puts on the helmet. Yeah. Uh, which attaches his emotionalness to the computer or whatever. Yeah. And he looks at each of the people who are there, who he's emotionally connected to, so yeah. not Borchardt. Yeah. But he starts with the Dean. Yeah. He says, you're and, here to save me. And yeah. That is from the first episode of this season. Okay. When Jeff comes into the office oh, looking yeah. to ask about now. the bridge collapse or whatever. Yeah. The Dean says, oh, you're here to save me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, with uh, Britta. What was the line with Britta? <sighs> I don't remember. Oh, jeez. I should have written this down. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I would remember. Well, with Abed, it's a joke about the voiceover thing. Abed wants to choose his own voiceover uh, dialogue. <laughs> yeah, he says, oh, if you want to remember me, can I choose my voiceover dialogue? Yeah. <laughs> and Jeff says, shut up, Abed, even in this little fantasy moment. Yeah. And then with Annie, it's the My Lord, Lord Milady, which is from... Let's see if I can recall this. 
I think it is this season. Uh, I don't think it is. I think you think it's, it's season one? I think it's, it might be, it's, it's, I know it's, it might be, I want to say it's the Halloween episode of season one. It's, it's, I believe it's one, when, when they're about to dance with each other. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I, that's what I, that's what it seems like to me. So with Britta, do you think it's like when they first emotionally connect, connected? Um, connected? I don't yeah. know. did. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I'm not remembering it at all. Yeah. Sorry, fans, we've let you down. But yeah, these I had are that lines. Shut up, Amy Blunder earlier. Except, now this, we except, have to commit suicide at the end. So of this episode. except for the Abed line, yeah. these are actual lines from the episode that are, that he's connecting to emotionally. <clears throat> yeah, and I like, especially with the Dean's line. Yeah, where that's a that's a thing where he, that, that is their relationship. Yeah, but a, but also in that moment, the Dean reaches out to him for help. Yes, which is uh, Jeff's there for selfish reasons. Yeah. And he can go back to that moment where the dean asked for help, and he can remember that moment and say, "Oh yes, I did eventually decide to help him." Yeah, and he was vulnerable, and he trusted me, and and here I am able to help. Yeah, like, that's, that's nice. nice. It's a very nice moment. Yeah. So the door opens. Yep. They go upstairs where the subway sale is is They're, happening. It's like a, a press conference. Press conference. Yeah. Um, and so Richie says, "Now we can end the the reign of terror." From Dean Craig Isidore Pelton. Yeah. <laughs> is this the first time we're finding out Isidore? Uh, I think it is. Man, this is the season for middle names. Yeah. With Benjamin Franklin Chang. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so that happens, and then um, Jeff comes up with the deed and the the leasing deal, or the sale where uh, he reveals that um, uh, Borchard... Uh, has the right to remain on as a consultant on the educational content, mm-hmm. even in the event of a sale. So he will be the vice dean of Subway uh, College. Yep. Um, and at I, which point Subway backs out. Yeah. <laughs> and what I like about the the specifically the way Subway backs out is you, they kind of reveal that Subway is not necessarily the villain here. That the villain the whole time has been the school board. That Subway is like, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't know all this backstory, what was going on, and now mm-hmm. we see that we're out. Um, but also, it, there's the idea that Subway is could be a villain in the world because he addresses all the uh, Subway employees at the college as if they were an army. Yeah. <laughs> and they're clearly going out, out to do serious business. So it's this nice moment where you find out, oh, Subway is not our villain, but they might still be a villain. <laughs> uh, which they're I still really dangerous. Liked. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so my next note is about Chang with the money. Um, I have a note, just, I don't have a note, but I, I want to, it's right like 10 seconds before that. Okay. When, um, the, there's like a, a moment of triumph, even though they've lost it or kind of like the, 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 uh, Carl, this, the board member, Carl is still mad at them. Yes. And he says like, oh, you, you're still in danger. You're bankrupt. And any, you're in danger from, he's implying that himself, any board member that wants to get get rid of you. Yeah. Uh, and the dean just sort of goes, oh, that's what we call a Wednesday. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a funny sitcom response. Yeah. But it's also like, that's always how Greendale's run. Yeah. That's how, like, they saved Greendale, but really Greendale should be yeah. this way. <laughs> yeah. A subpar school. Yeah. With quirks. Yes. Uh, but that's they embrace them. Is. They celebrate them. Yeah. It's great. That's green. I like that kind green of like uh... the way it goes. What is it? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I like that moment a lot. Um, so then, 
uh, Starburns, uh, he's still got his trusty boombox with him. <laughs> and he plays Dave Matthews again, this time correctly, uh, as a celebration. Uh, and then uh, uh, Carl tries to, uh, he recruits Dean, or he recruits Chang, rather, uh, to join the school board. Mm-hmm. And he says his first act of business is uh, to take the this duffel bag full of money to the bursar's office. Um which Chang immediately says, sure, I'll do it. Immediately walks away, immediately calls someone and says, yes, I'd like diamonds. My teeth replaced with diamonds. Which uh, I like that Dean apparently had them like on speed dial or something. Chang. Because, what did I say, Dean, Dean again? Mm-hmm. These pun- these people who use their names as puns, it just gets in my head. Chang picks up the phone and immediately is saying, yes, I'd like to turn my teeth into diamonds. He had that on the ready, uh, which I enjoy, that Chang mm. is always one step away from doing that. <laughs> Chang has it in his head, you know. If I ever have a lot of money and limited time to spend it, I need to be ready. Uh, I think that's a very Chang-like thing, and I enjoy it. Um, Annie and Abed conversation. Yes. Uh, they it talk. Happened. Yeah, they they talk it, and basically it's it's all Abed saying we'll <clears throat> definitely be back next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're not back not back next year, it's because a, an asteroid hit the Earth and killed us all. And that's definitely canon. Yeah, just extremely. Self-referential here in this Self-referential, and, and it's Dan Harmon's way of saying, guess what, N-words, we're coming back next year. Mm-hmm. And that is his N-word, not mine. All right. <laughs> uh, and I do like the little moment between Shirley and uh, Hickey, because yeah. it really ties together the earlier scenes yes. where they were being interrogated. Yeah. <laughs> Hickey says, oh, you you did real good in that interrogation. And, and he goes, I want to tell you something, but just, just between, between us. the two of us. I was thinking of a hang glider. <laughs> Fantastic. Richie is um, special. Yeah. Uh, and then, should we talk about Richie and the, the Native American chief? That's, I mean, <laughs> what is there to say? Uh, the chief, the chief is, of course, saying, like, you know, hey, this was my land first. So you're all celebrating over this. Uh, that's a fun little moment. And there's a night, there's a really great, for me, little moment where um, the dean walks by. This is after, I want to say, uh, it, Annie and Abbott's conversation. Oh, yeah. And he's he's like singing along with the with the Dave Matthews band. What 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 is appealing to this to me as someone who hates Dave Matthews is it's like a really mean, insulting impression of them that is, I think, also accurate. So a uh, little barb uh, towards Dave Matthews there that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And so the the close of the episode. Yeah. Well, before the tag. Oh, okay. We, we have Annie putting up a star that says Save Greendale oh, yeah. over on the done side yeah. for the Save no Greendale committee. The side. And so then Jeff, very with much finality, yeah. bangs the gavel on the Save Greendale committee. Yeah. Which presumably means uh, next season they will not be back. Greendale's been saved, much like Garrett. Yes. But was he really saved? Was Greendale? <laughs> we'll see next season. Um, Bye. No, what? <laughs> that was so good. Uh, the tag. The tag. Which is f- so <laughs> good. <laughs> Lots of fun. Um, uh, it's not It's not show canon. Yeah. Uh, it's just a fun... It's They're jabs at NBC. They're, yeah, really pointed jabs at NBC. Um, where the idea is it's the spinoff of Community. It's an ad for the spinoff of Community, which is, uh, what was the name of it? They call it Thought Jacker. Thought Jacker, which is, stars Richie. Richie with his mind-reading powers. Yeah, Chang uh-huh. and uh, a lady. And uh, Carl's there, too. Oh, yeah, Carl's there. But, yeah, lady, sh- it's um, Amber Tamlin. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. correct. Uh, and then they show other shows that NBC has <laughs> yes. coming out. Uh, these are all not real. Yeah. 
uh, intensive Karen. Yeah, which is about a doctor in a wheelchair who can move her legs. <laughs> well, I just like that pun of intensive care. Yeah. Karen. Yeah, because her name is Karen. And uh, no Karen. Then, I don't remember this actor's name. B.J. Novak. Right. Is something... Mr. Egypt. Mr. Egypt, <laughs> which he's dressed up as a mummy. He's like He does like a mummy pose, and then he does like a, nah, I'm just joking. A little arm <laughs> wave. <laughs> and then, um, who's this guy? Uh, this is Questlove. Yeah? Doing celebrity... Am I wrong? Celebrity beat-off. Am I racist? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know musicians. <laughs> I believe it was so Questlove. You. you know, I'm going mainly off the hair, and okay. but only I was certain about it until you gave me your okay. yeah. I'm gonna bring up a picture of him just to make sure. Uh, so something but called I'm, celebrity. Yeah, it's definitely Questlove. Celebrity beat off, which is drums. Yes, not the other thing. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, I didn't recognize this last person. Me neither. But it was uh, dressed up as a pirate with food on a sword. Captain yeah. Cook. Captain Cook. <laughs> and it said in the uh, like the text on the screen, yeah. coming uh, this... coming fall or spring or next winter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at the very end, all the people say at the same yeah. time. Or... It depends on what fails. Yeah, it depends on what fails. <laughs> Which is uh, that's very much a point I of really, jab at NBC. Really like a cocky Dan Harmon here. <laughs> he says we're coming back, and and fuck you, NBC. We're coming back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, which great. I mean, come on, it's true. We've seen NBC shows come and go. Yeah. Oof, it's a tough crowd. Yeah. Although I would watch Mr. Egypt. I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know which of these shows I'm more. I, I'm probably in, in more interested in Thought Jacker, to be honest. All right. Uh, so yeah, that brings it to a close. Yep. A good old season five. Good old episode 13. Yeah, and just listen. Good old community. Just because uh, season five is done now, that does not mean Shut Up Leonard is done. No, we will soldier on. Shut Up Leonard will return in uh, season five wrap-up. Yeah. Which will be next week's episode. And then after that, we'll be doing season two. Yep. So, you know, we're still going. Uh, so, yeah. So, next week, we'll, we will give our complete thoughts on overall season five. Uh, you know, how it started, where it went. That yeah. kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, just looking at it Overview, as, as one say. big thing. <clears throat> and yeah. Yeah. That's next week. Yes. Plugs? Uh, yes. I was just on an episode of Nightwing Loves Power Girl. Yeah, you were. Uh, it was a good episode. We talked about uh, the, the book Daniel Boring. Yep. Nope. David Boring. By Daniel Klaus. By Daniel Klaus. I've done that multiple times. It's tough. They both start with D. Mm -hmm. uh, very good book. I, I chose it for the review. Yep. And, uh, you know. It's... I heard he ripped that off from Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> you know, he ripped it off from me first. <laughs> but I I said I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. So. <laughs> you just threw me off. So, yeah. <laughs> so, go it, check that it. out. It's stick in your spokes. <laughs> um, Nightwinglovespowergirl.com. That's probably not. Well, it's right. on Benmi Network. Can it's get on Benmi Network. Bell Biv DeVoe Network. That's what we should. That's what we should rename Benmi Network. No, don't we, give. We won't get sued, right? Don't let Derek know that we're thinking of renaming. <laughs> no, we love the name. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so please check it out. They talk about comic books, uh, and I feel like uh, it was a fun time. Yeah, I've been on that show in the past, and it was a fun time for me. I'm sure it was a fun time for Andrew mm -hmm. and fun time for you the listener uh so i also have another i have a podcast yeah called nerds i view we talk about movies and tv mm -hmm. 
and if you listen to the most recent episode, you'll hear um, a review of Under the Skin. That's the film. I was going to try to sing Under the Sea, but with skin. But then I realized that I haven't seen The Little Mermaid since I was five and uh, couldn't pull it out. So that's a, a film, uh, like a little art film kind of, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, but it's Scarlett Johansson is a sex alien. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. If you walk in knowing that much, you know enough. Yeah. You don't. If uh, you walk in knowing less, you'll think much like Little Espy did that um, the sex was a metaphor. Okay. He didn't know that she was an alien. Okay. Until it becomes apparent in the course of the film. I thought he had seen a trailer for it, but I guess he hadn't. Uh, you know, I saw a trailer. I didn't realize she was an alien. Oh, okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, it only becomes apparent, like, quite a ways in. So, yeah, check that out. Uh, we talk about other things, not just uh, Scarlet Trans and Aliens. Yeah. Uh, and then next week, we're going to do a review of Transcendence. Yup. Which I'm still excited for. Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp. Rebecca Hall. Uh, oh, and on the Underskin episode, Morgan Freeman? Tom joined us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom joined us. Yeah. Tom uh, Willett. Yeah. Good. Good times. Uh, so that's nevpodcast.com or benvnetwork.com slash nev. Yep. Uh, please check it out. Yep. And you can you can listen to some of the other shows I do on benvnetwork.com. They are Pop Skulls, where we talk about pop culture. Uh, Matt and Bruno's Wrestling Show, where we talk about wrestling. And Benson's Boombox, which is a sketch comedy show that's on hiatus, but will return triumphantly soon. Well, you know, someday. <laughs> I've been saying soon for a while, but, uh, uh, you know, it's going to come back. Uh, check out all those. They're all on BenViewNetwork.com. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow the show on Twitter. We're at ShutUpLenPod. Uh, you can write us an email if you've got any questions or comments. You can uh, send those to ShutUpLeonardPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you should do all the things to us on iTunes. You should write a review. You should subscribe to us. You should rate us. You should read a book. It. You should... Hang out with a turtle. Andrew is 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 trying is charading me right now, but I can't. I don't know what he's saying. You, what do you type? Write a review. I said you're just typing. You're miming typing. How is that supposed to help me? <laughs> you have a microphone in front of you. I don't understand what you're doing. Oh, go to benvnetwork.com/comic, and uh, there you can check out uh, the Shrouded City. Which is uh, a great comic by a friend of ours. Uh, it's been described as uh, Lethal Weapon meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer with a little Cthulhu thrown in there. Uh, and we have a full page ad in the back which you can check out. Uh, it's very uh, interesting. I'm still not quite sure what Andrew was miming to express that I was supposed to say this, but uh, it's a great comic. You sh- uh, a great comic, and you should definitely check that out. The Shrouded City, which you can buy at slash comic. And as I was saying before, I was interrupted by mimes. Uh, do all the stuff to us on iTunes. Uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Uh, if you review us, you'll get a mention on the show. Uh, if you tweet us, you'll, you'll get a mention too, just like uh, Philly Cat, who tweeted us once again. He's a big supporter, uh, and, and we're glad to have him as part of our fans. Um, and thanks to the people who rated us. Uh, I don't know your names, but uh, we definitely we had a few more ratings in on the iTunes, so thanks to you, thank you to those people. And uh, you know, we'll see you next week with our Season 5 overview. Shut up, Leonard. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.